Hello, welcome back to Let's Finally Watch It, a movie podcast where we watch movies that we should have been watching a long time ago, but we're silly and we missed the memo. I'm Lauren Blair Donovan. And I'm Clark Knows. And today we are watching Field of Dreams. Yes. Which I have not seen. Yeah, I, I get it. You hate baseball, right? <laughs> oh, nope. I love baseball. I, I don't know. know how I missed this. I, I do not understand how I missed this one, but I did. Yeah. Um. I don't have a good reason. Like, there's literally no story. I just never watched it. (laughs) Yeah. And it's weird because this was one that was on TV all the time. I do remember. Right. Like, I I mean, like, the only time I really remember watching the whole thing was probably in the movie theater. Mm -hmm. I can even tell you which movie theater it was. But I I don't know if I've rewatched it a lot Mm -hmm. since then. But um, it was a movie that was on TV kind of a lot. But then I kind of not. This is the movie that's. If you build it, they will come. Yes. Right? Okay. And is it like sort of like magical realism? Yes. Okay. Is Gabby Hoffman in it? Is she one of the kids in it? That's possible. Okay. Because I feel like she's in a bunch of 90s movies that I haven't seen, but I've seen stuff that she's in. Um, Who's the lead guy? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Okay, that's right. I was going to say Michael Keaton, and I'm like, that doesn't sound right oh, to me. Man. That does not sound right. But <laughs> I would like Michael Keaton to be in it, but yeah, no. Mm-hmm. We got, I love Kevin Costner, too. I'll yeah. be honest. Like I like all... Like, that generation of actors, mm-hmm. I'm like... Yeah, yeah, pretty okay with. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm excited to watch it, because like, I've always wanted to. I've just never sought it out, mm-hmm. you know? Um, And I know it's like... Hence the, if you build it, they will come. That's super in culture and reference. So I'm like, I should see this movie. And we're watching it because it's the start of baseball season this week, which I'm excited about. I'm going to try to pay a little closer attention to the stats this year. Because like, I used to, when I lived in Colorado, because I'm a big Rockies fan, but then I moved out here and I got, you know, sucked up into the comedy world and forgot other stuff existed. And then the pandemic happened and... I'm like, oh, I need better markers throughout the year because I don't really celebrate holidays for the mm-hmm. most part. So I'm like, oh, I'm losing touch of time in general. So I'm like, I'm going to, this is how I'm going to course correct this. I'm going to mm-hmm. actually look at the baseball stats yeah. a lot this year and like you pay attention, watch the, watch get baseball. back into my old self. I used to love baseball. I mean, I still do, but I, I used to seek it out a lot more. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I totally got that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm honestly, I'll go. But I, I don't, I, I'm not the biggest fan of it. Like, I don't, I only watch, like, the World Series, mm. basically. Yeah. Same thing with, like, the same way I am with, like, football. I'll sure. watch the uh, Super Bowl mostly for the commercials, but, mm-hmm. and, and the halftime, uh, halftime shows. But, but yeah, I do, I do get, like, the fun of baseball games it's the only game where you have to like watch out you have to like pay attention or else you can you get, get hurt. hit yeah <laughs> like that them. is crazy that they could just hit ball like mm-hmm. i'm surprised that's 
legal. I don't know. I think <laughs> one I, day someone will sue. <laughs> I'm surprised that has happened yet. <laughs> I am so surprised that that, uh, I mean, truly. I remember seeing people get beamed pretty yeah. bad. Like, I used to watch this thing called Rogan's Heroes. Uh, this was local in uh, LA. Maybe it was syndicated, but um, it was our local news guy. Mm. But every, every like, Friday night or Saturday night or what, one of those, he would have a show called Hogan's or Rogan's Heroes. Mm. His name was... Oh, God, what was his first name? But uh, but anyways, he would have a show where it would be a bunch of sports bloopers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, that's where I would see people get beamed <laughs> hard in the face mm. with, with baseballs. Oh, my God. And even trying to catch a baseball with your bare hands. Ouch. Like, that probably Ouch. would hurt pretty bad. Um, As a kid, I would bring my glove you know admit to the the games and then when i started going as an adult i'm like should i get one because like i'm a wimp there's if i caught one i would i would injure myself 100 i'm very delicate in that way i used to too i used to bring it too i mean just yeah you're yeah you're gonna get you're gonna have a bruised hand anyways (laughs) i so i do i do like and i played baseball too Mm -hmm. i used to I had like kind of like a Sandlot crew, like neighborhood crew. Um, That's so I don't fun. know if I mentioned that. During I don't know the Sandlot. if you did. I'm trying to. I don't think I did. No, you've mentioned that you played baseball, but I'm not remembering. I played yeah. little league, but then I played. There was like neighborhood kids, and you know my dad would help out, or like the kids. You know, we would just play like very unofficially. And like we would, we wouldn't even really have nests. Like bases were probably pizza boxes or whatever. I don't know. It was probably pretty janky, but like mm-hmm. that's um, cute though. I like that. <laughs> but yeah, so we used to play. We used to have a really big field next to our uh, the complex that I used to live at, and yeah, and I do remember. I do remember that being pretty fun and stuff. And of course, like baseball cards. I don't know if oh you my, collect so many. Oh, I still have all of my sports cards from the nineties. Yeah. Like. I have Michael Jordan cards, which is, I mean, he played minor league baseball, but I don't got those. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, basketball cards, football cards, baseball cards, like, yeah. I, I still have them all. And I I was, I was like, kind of a low-key obsessed with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I used to like baseball mm-hmm. a lot, you know, especially, like, the Dodgers were winning in, like, the 80s and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, it was kind of like a, yeah, it was kind of like a good to be the winning team or whatever and but i think the thing is i i I get like too emotional about it like i always see people get like have the worst days um possible but i just don't yeah i never uh after that like after the baseball card craze i I just never never do it anymore yeah Yeah. i never watch it anymore now that i don't have baseball cards yeah you need you need collectibles to be into it yeah i guess so (laughs) But I remember going to Dodger Stadium and they would have we used to go to Dodger Dodger games and Angel games. So we used to go to okay, both. Okay. Okay. Um but you like the Dodgers. We more, were though, more right? of a Dodgers. Okay. But I think my uncle, he was he was a Yankees fan, but mm. he did like the Angels more than the Dodgers. Interesting. Um, Wait, so I've never lived in a city that had two-ish teams or two nearby mm-hmm. teams. I know it's Anaheim technically is the mm-hmm. Angels and not LA but they're so close what's it is there 
how does those lines get dictated? Like what would make someone a Dodgers fan versus an Angels fan? Is it proximity? Is it family history? It was probably family history. But I mean, it really is like Orange County is definitely like Angels. That makes sense. But um, yeah, because I don't know. I never even really thought about that. I just don't think that it's almost like the way the Lakers are and the Clippers are because they literally play in the same place. I forget the Clippers are a thing. Oh, my God. You're right. I completely forget. Yeah. So like, I just think it's just like a weird minority that just likes that one scrappy team. And but it's funny because in Chicago, my mom is was from Chicago and she was a big Cubs fan. And thank mm-hmm. goodness they won the series and broke that curse before she died, about a year and a half yeah. before she died. But like she's not a White Sox fan. Yeah. And like Chicago, those boundaries make even less sense to me because like I feel like most Chicagoans I've met personally, and this is anecdotal and not representative of anything else, mm-hmm. but like are tend to be cubs like i tend to find the cubs fans from chicago but every once in a while one throws me for a loop like oh no i'm, I'm a Sox fan and i'm like yeah oh i don't know what to talk to you about because i don't really understand the white Sox because i didn't grow up i grew mm-hmm. up rooting for chicago teams in general because mm-hmm. of my mom but like not the white Sox. yeah because honestly if the clippers won i would be just kind of maybe not as happy as mm-hmm. i would with the lakers but i would be Oh, okay. Like, even when the... I mean, because we used to have the Raiders and the Rams for a long time, oh, too. Right too. Yeah. Um, And now we have the Rams and the Chargers. So, yeah, we we always have, like, two teams, yeah, usually. Yeah, that's true. But I don't... I, I don't know what makes that difference. Like, I really don't. I want to say... And I don't... And this might be a harsh generalization but i feel like more conservative people Hmm. like the angels well i mean that makes sense with orange county it's in anaheim and that is way more conservative than la county yeah so that maps to me like the math maps but yeah it's interesting because i've only grown up so i I grew up in the the philly area Mm -hmm. which was like close to new york but distinctive differences so unless people in my school were from New York or their parents were, it was pretty much all Phillies fans, Mm -hmm. Eagles fans, Sixers, that kind of thing. And then I moved to Denver and like the Rockies only became a team in I think it was 93 and then Coors Field was completed in 95. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people in Denver are like transplanted from somewhere else. And a lot of people who even grew up there grew up rooting for other teams based on where their families were from. Like I knew a pretty disproportionate amount of uh, Cardinals fans, whether oh, they were, wow. whether they were from, I knew a bunch of people from yeah. St. Louis, but I also knew people that like, actually I had two boyfriends that were very big Cardinals fan. One was from St. Louis. So that tracks. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was from Colorado, but for whatever reason, his grandparent was into the Cardinals. So that's what he grew up with because he was a kid when the Rockies came to town. Mm -hmm. So he liked the Rockies fine, but the Cardinals were his number one. Yeah. And so like, but at least all that kind of made sense though because like Denver wasn't even a a city that had all four sports until the 90s. You know, it had the Broncos and other stuff, but it didn't have the baseball team. So... This is my, I I never clocked that until just now. This is my first time living in a city with multiple teams. Like, Mm -hmm. I never thought that deeply about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, how does this work, huh? Besides my mom, you know, which was by extension. Yeah. 
But then I also know people like I had an uncle that was a Minnesota Vikings fan. Huh. He's never been to Minnesota once. Interesting. I my my dad. I mean, even though he is a Dodgers fan, his secondary is the Cincinnati Reds. My dad has never been to the <laughs> state of Ohio, and I know that for certain. Um, he's been other places, definitely, but he's never been to Ohio, and I don't know. Uh, but it was because he liked Pete Rose. Yeah, that's an interesting point because my dad had two really good friends growing up. They were brothers and one liked Green Bay and one liked Dallas uh, for football, at least. I don't know about the other sports. And they would get together because like Dallas is a big rival of like Mm -hmm. the Eagles and they'd be like why do you like them like you but i guess ever since they were kids they were did i don't know i liked the rockies as a kid but i think i like the colors black and purple sure even though i grew up in philly like a lot of people think i'm from denver but like i was a phillies fan first but i jumped the bandwagon kind of fast Mm -hmm. i've always had it in my heart to be a colorado person and i wouldn't have left if i didn't want to be in show business so I don't know what that was for me i don't it doesn't for me it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. the reason why is because they could pay they pay people to go to there. Like I would like it if the Dodgers you could only be a Dodger if you live in the if you're from the city. That would be really interesting or like once they drafted someone they have to keep them for 10 years. Yeah. Because like there are so many um who somebody oh is it Brandon Flowers? Uh Powers. He I think won with the Cubs, but he was a Colorado Rockies boy for a while. Mhm. And you're like so happy for him, and I like the Cubs; they're one of my top three teams. But like, um, you know, it's like, oh, you could have, like, you were on our team, though. It's well, no, I know. <laughs> like, I, I think that was one of the th- the problems that I always have with sports in yeah. general, because it's like, okay, like Shaquille O'Neal was like my favorite player, mm. and all of a sudden he's playing for a different team. Yeah. No, thank you. I don't like I don't like that about sports. No. I think it's like if wherever your birth certificate was, <laughs> whatever county that is, that's where you play and you can't you can't be traded. That would be cuz it's closer to high school basketball yeah. or football or baseball. Yeah. I mean like all the sports, I guess. Like college maybe not, but I mean I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, I truly or become a permanent that. resident. I don't know. It's because you're rooting for the idea of a team and not the, spe- the specific team yeah. changes from year to year. You should, it should be Senator rules. You know, you have to at least live in that place. <laughs> yeah. for... And so that's where I kind of have like a disconnect. I'm like, cause I think I get too emotional about it. Mm. And then, so like when it does change like that, it, it kind of bothers me. I so it. anyways, yeah. Keep it local. <laughs> and then you don't have to travel as much. It makes sense to me. But anyways, yeah, you want to watch yeah, this Yeah, let's thing? finally watch it. Yeah, uh, we'll be right back. All right, bye. Oy vey, we are back and that was not the movie that I thought we were signing up to watch on so many levels. I <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I have I I truly I had seen this and like I said, I saw it in like the movie theater, so this was nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. I was a seven, eight or six or I I don't even know how old I was. I was yeah. I was pretty you were young. Well under ten. And I think I had I, I feel like I've watched it probably Mm-hmm. some other time afterwards right. i had to have but i didn't remember most of this like yeah i didn't 
we were in the same boat <laughs> i just i'm i'm trying to like i do remember like the basic of it and i and i think the reason why i don't remember it mm-hmm. is because it was so confusing yeah like because I was just talking about, I was just talking to you about the burbs with Tom Hanks when we were mm-hmm. talking about um, Philadelphia uh, earlier, mm-hmm. which we, we which watched. is next week's episode. We watched next, out of yeah. order because we wanted to watch the uh, bummer of a movie first. Mm-hmm. Although this one kind of borderline made me cry too. We'll circle back. to Oh that. yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. It's... It wasn't as uplifting as I thought. It was actually quite triggering for me at the end. But right. we'll get back to that. It's like it's. Yeah, I knew I. You're right. It, it, it eventually uh, came to that part. But like I was saying, I had mentioned the Burbs earlier today. We mm-hmm. had been talking about, and I rewatched it recently, and I hadn't watched it in about twenty years or so. Oh wow, that's a long twenty. Time. Yeah, because I just I don't know why. Yeah. I, and um, I watched it, and I knew a lot of it. I like almost knew like pretty beat for beat, like mm-hmm. a fair amount of it. And this one, I there was. <laughs> what parts did you remember? I'm actually kind of curious. The, the basics, like uh-huh. the the people coming out of the corn and okay. playing. Okay, that's. And I remember James Earl Jones mm-hmm. was in in it, but then also I think I may be mixing up because James Earl Jones was in another movie called Sneakers, and I think I could have. That's been, one of your favorites, right? I I really do like that movie mm-hmm. a lot stellar cast on that Mm. dan Aykroyd, robert redford james earl jones river phoenix insane but yeah i don't know they're they're it just got out of hand it got out of hand like pretty fast yeah it got outside of that realm and i and you know because when we're when it first started i was like how are they going to sustain this for so long but it's such a small part yeah the the field part is so small small kind of right. i thought there'd be a hell of a lot more baseball yeah there's not that much baseball in it's there. just baseball is like the vehicle but it's not the plot no at all not at all uh, compared to a lot of the su- other supernatural baseball movies mm-hmm. like angels, angels in the outfield, outfield and yeah. um rookie of the year oh, i didn't see that one um yeah that was a kid that hurt his arm but he was able to throw mm. really fast it was uh, there's a lot of baseball movies in this general time period in yeah, general. yeah there's a lot i mean major league uh, oh, major league right. two um yeah yeah angels and i feel like what you're talking about it there's a, a plethora sandlot even sandlot. Was in the same yeah yeah which we we've watched so go back and listen if you haven't caught our sandlot yeah. episode but but anyways out of all those this one was the most like confused confusing it was bonkers like i didn't hate it but it was bonkers yeah i i yeah i didn't some of it it, it was it, it's weird because like i feel like it was almost like a Da Vinci Code, like trying to get these pieces together. Mm-hmm. But I, so okay, so this is what I'll say. Mm-hmm. In my mind, like when the movie, like when I was younger, I, I, I felt like there was more um, that led up to him actually building it. Yeah, like, he built I, it fast. Yeah, because yeah. that happens in first 10 minutes right? yeah 15 tops yeah. i if if you would have asked me it would have been like oh after 30 minutes he actually figures this thing right, out right and it's like okay um he built it in 10 minutes and i was like wait 
what else is in this movie then? <laughs> and I guess we'll go into it, but like yeah. he goes to a, a PTA meeting and they have a fight about Terrence Mann, which is mm-hmm. played by James, uh, Earl, James Jones. Earl Jones, which is great. I love seeing him. But um, they're like, okay, like we're, we're supposed to ease his pain. I, or is that? Yeah, yeah, ease the pain or ease his pain. Yeah, yeah. something like that. And then so I was like, okay. Where did he get that from? Like, how did he put that connection? I think because, like, he heard that at one point, and then they were talking about him, like, at the PTA meeting. Yeah. And then he and his wife both had the same dream where they were at uh, Fenway Park and eating hot dogs behind first base, I think it was. Yeah. Which was bananas, because, like, you and I were both, even though James Earl Jones put up a really top of intelligence logical yes. fight as to why this crazy guy showed up at his door he also got on board weirdly quickly to, or maybe yeah. not quickly but in a way that like i couldn't quite make sense of he okay he i mean because he's basically a reclusive author in right it, right yeah. and so he had to have gotten like crazy people yeah trying to he's a public figure before. yeah there's no yeah. way so i think like one of the weird things about it is that you have a guy from Iowa, a Kevin Costner looking dude, <laughs> coming up coming out of nowhere. Yeah. And he I mean, like I I I think if he would have been like, I had a dream about this too or something, mm-hmm. I would have been like, Okay, that makes sense. You know, because like him and his uh Kevin Costner and his wife Mm-hmm. were able to like they had a they shared dream, dream yeah 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 and i was like if they had a, a synced dream with james Earl jones too which i'm like i guess would would probably Did james Earl jones have that same dream no he didn't okay. but i'm like if i will you know if i was a writer i guess yeah. i would have done that but i would have thought that was crazy too though like i mean like kevin cosner to an extent couldn't win i think with like him mm-hmm. just barging in there but it was still i don't know yeah exactly it was awkward it was really awkward yeah i guess they i meant it to be awkward but it it, it was awkward yeah and then he like put up such a fight even at the game and they left early and he acted yeah. like he wasn't into it and then he was like i'm in after yeah. he like left the car basically or right. whatever and i said to you at one point i was like it's almost like the shining <laughs> once we realized mm-hmm. james Earl jones was having some kind of he was on board. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, or he, and could, could see the people and all that jazz. It was just kind of like, because like in The Shining, it felt like some people could see stuff and other people couldn't. And there was mm-hmm. even some time travel. And then that happened even with like the, the yeah. doctor guy from Minnesota. And it was just kind of like, and not unlike The Shining, we don't know all the rules necessarily, but The Shining did it in a more artistic way. Even yes. I have to admit that. And like, because when the doctor guy as like a, 18 year old or however old he was Uh supposed to be when he was hitchhiking that was him which to me wasn't clear i'm glad you clocked that but when he crossed the threshold or whatever the Mm -hmm. fuck it was and he turned into the old man to save little gabby hoffman yeah it was like uh, everyone's like oh no you can't go back and it's like why do you all know this and we don't yeah exactly and why was that the threshold Why is this happening because kevin costner could go on the field and nothing happened right but the baseball players couldn't leave the field well, in any direction 
like no, I, I think they could only go through the cornfield. Corn but if they left, they would what go back to their final form before they died. I, mean, I feel <laughs> like they would probably like disappear or something. I don't know. I I guess it's probably like an innate feeling and stuff. I but guess. I, I, I don't know. But it still wasn't made clear. Like, yeah, it was just kind of like, all right. Well, I was like, what if you make the diamond huge mm-hmm. and then you could build a house on the diamond? <laughs> and, um, I always, whenever any movie or anything sets rules, I always find, try to yeah. see what rule, like how to... Well, it's like when it it, if yeah. you everyone's first instinct, hence it's a rule now, is like if you get a genie, ask for more wishes, not just mm-hmm. three. That could be the first wish, right. or you know, whatever. So you look right. for the loopholes. If you were unsure about like any any of this, like I I would I would just hesitate on most of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't know. Like if if I was in the place of the family or whatever. Well, it felt like carbon monoxide poisoning or something. Yeah, like I was it was about just, to say. Yeah. it was just like I don't know, or lead poisoning, or I don't know. But it was like, and then the brother couldn't see. Yeah. Until the doctor guy crossed the threshold, and then he's like, "Where all the ball players come from?" Exactly. And it's like, oh, because he crossed over. Like, is that the rules? Maybe. Like, oh, maybe that guy was the catalyst for it. But like, why would? But I don't get why that guy was so special. No, he was a kid with a dream. That kind of passed him by, which yeah. is like cute and all, but like, why was he the oracle? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. I didn't. It was a sweet character. Like, I don't really like. I'm not knocking the character. I no, just don't totally either. get the significance, which I think is what you're saying too. I I felt lost on, and I'm not a dumb person, but I felt like lost in a lot of this. Like, I yeah. really, it was confusing. And I had already seen it. And I think as a child, I grasped it. I Maybe because it was more... But also, kids are more into imagination and can like roll with the punches with crazy shit a lot faster. Because they don't know the right. rules of life. But I, but see, I think this is why I don't remember most mm. of it. I only remember the parts that made sense to me. Right, The right. parts that didn't make sense to me that I was watching... You blocked out. <laughs> I, have no, I, I had no idea about yeah. it. And I think that that kind of makes more sense. Because uh, I'm still very childlike, um, uh, sadly. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. Kids suck. We all know it. Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I just, uh, yeah. I also, I didn't like the the mom or. Oh, you didn't? I I thought her acting was so cheesy. I'm so sorry. She was, but I think that was a character choice to be like. I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to say because for a minute I wasn't sure if I liked her, but. Like I, what I did like was that even though she was sort of blindly supportive in ways I just can't wrap my head around, right? Um, she did have like fire in her belly, which a lot of typical mm-hmm. wife and mom characters of this era don't. Mm-hmm. Was the acting top notch? No, no, fair, fair, fair. But I was still charmed yeah. by her. Yeah, Maybe it's the way sure. I'm putting it. Like I don't know. I have to process. I think what you just said because I don't know. I don't know if I agree or not. But I was oh, just okay. like. Oh, this role could have been worse. It could have been written worse. Sure. I, and so I was yeah, like no, on board because that's usually my main complaint with characters like yeah, this. Yeah, I didn't. I, I just. She was I very just, smart. And yeah, had for sure. Passion. But I just I just felt like it was kind of like. Che- it was she was really plucky as hell. Ball. She was very yeah. plucky. I'll give you that. Yeah. 100%. And I think they're just like up the energy. Like yeah. kept, they kept noting her to up the energy. It, it could have been a director choice too. Yeah. It's like you got to be like 
so into your husband and his right. dreams and like you know like just make everyone believe that this is not crazy yeah and it's and it's weirdly it's such a boomer movie it's like, oh yeah <laughs> this is like oh yeah the 60s were the best time and everything and Ugh. it's so weird because like now the people who were like cool in the 60s are very not cool yeah. right now very not I, for the most part just kind of not they're in cool congress right now. now yeah exactly <laughs> they're like Mitch it's, McConnell it's also or whatever. Just, this is my soapbox i'm gonna get on for this episode but it's like look i like the 60s as much as anyone there's some really cool shit culturally mm-hmm. and like even pop culture wise that came out of it and i'm not trying to be a hater but like i feel like the most basic people even ones that don't feel basic if they're like, oh, man, the 60s seems like the coolest time. Like, I don't know. It, to me, it's like a mm-hmm. sign of someone that just isn't original. Sure. Yeah. You know, like. I I love the 60s, but this but this is my issue with mm-hmm. the 60s. So, like, people that were cool in the 60s, those people mostly died. Because, let's be honest, they didn't have that much money. They didn't have health And they were, they were Jimi Hendrix and, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. Jim Morrison. So, like, a lot of the cool people from the 60s mm-hmm. are not alive anymore let's be honest i think that's the biggest thing and the thing is is they're doing exactly what they were doing they're Mm -hmm. activists for their generation and they are being activists for their generation Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. like they are they're putting forward yeah we want more uh we want more money from social security and stuff and screw the younger generations and stuff so anyways like it was just kind of i just think there's a lot of interesting eras in history including recent history so when people say that i'm like i i Mm. i I personally think it was one of the most interesting times for like for music Mm -hmm. that's always been my like era like 60s late 70s i'm more of a late 70s girl for sure okay. and early 80s like but that you like temptations and stuff right? i do i love motown and all that stuff i'm mm-hmm. just saying like i also don't i'm also just genuinely not one of those people that like there's also i think i'm doing a hybrid thing where it's also like a lot of people like man i was born in the wrong generation and mm-hmm. i just don't feel that way i'm perfectly fine with when i was for born. sure yeah. i don't I think, especially as a woman, I would have had it way worse if I was born mm. earlier. So it's yeah. like, it lacks imagination. It just feels like a cliche. And I, t- I tune out. That's all. Like, and I don't yeah. hate, I do not hate the 60s. Like, it's just. Right. Yeah. If that, if, when people make it their whole, I've met a lot of people that make it their whole personality. Sure. Yeah. And that's what I'm speaking to. Well, I mean, that's why I, I, I feel you on that because I think nostalgia is a trap. And that's why I think this movie kind of is harmful because I mm-hmm. don't, I don't personally i like history and i tend to be nostalgic but i think nostalgic is bad like it's a double-edged sword or there's a coin with two sides to it like nostalgia is fine to an extent but you can't stay in nostalgia land exactly you can't because you can't change the past yeah and that's why i think we were even talking about music earlier i'm like I can't imagine just listening to the music that I liked when I was a teenager. You yeah. know what I mean? I have to go forward. Yeah. Like, and I have, you know, uh, you know, because when you stop, that's when you become like, yeah. Stuck in time. Stuck in exactly. Time. Yeah. I, I would, when I was in my early 20s, hell, even I guess to, to maybe today people aren't having quite the same debates, but like, I felt like there was a time 10 plus years ago where people we're acting like no good music ever comes out anymore. And I'm like, that's not 
true. Is it playing on the top 40 radios? Hell no. Exactly. But like it's out there and people got I knew so many people in particular straight white men mostly, Mm -hmm. which I don't I don't know if that's a thing on purpose or it means something or what. But that were like, no, music died in the 90s. And I'm like, no, it didn't. It really it didn't. didn't. It's gone through some lulls in terms of popular. It's popular mm-hmm. and go- good, but like, there's always great musicians out there. You just have to look. Yeah, it's so true, and it's such a weird thing because now it's like easier to know new music, right? I mean, even if it's not the- current, you can go on Spotify and look up artists similar to whatever, whether it's Motown, right. whether it's from the 60s, yeah. a weather, and go down deep fucking rabbit holes. Yeah, so exactly. So new to you or new contemporary, it doesn't really matter. Right. It's just lazy. If you're still listening to Alice in Chains nonstop mm-hmm. for 20 years, I don't really have a lot of compassion for you because there's a big world out there, guys. Right. Like Alice in Chains rocks. I'm not saying anything against them. I'm just saying like music did not die with them. <laughs> or know, Nirvana really, or Pearl Jam. That Pearl Jam's still around. But do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's like, mm. Well, exactly. And, and the thing is, f- fun fact is they recorded that music so you could listen to it again. Yeah, and it, it was a bummer. I mean, there were legit, there's legit, like, dark ages. Woodstock 99. Yeah. Which we joke about all the time. Yeah. Terrible I, lineup. Terrible time in music. Well, terrible I just people. Think, yeah. But I, but I think, honestly, ever since, like, 2000, 2001... That's when I The think, Strokes came out. Yes. That's when Andrew W.K. came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was, like, the whole the renaissance where it was like the vines the yeah. hives the and like i'm hit or miss with some of those bands to be fair but also like the mid-aughts were kind of great with the go exclamation point team mm-hmm. tv on yeah. the radio the pipettes mm-hmm. that's a yeah. cool band no one talks about like yeah. there's a lot I, I could go on but like there's some yeah. really cool stuff out there and i think there's great stuff right now and i think there's a lot of people that don't listen to a lot of stuff but mm-hmm. I do try to go to as many like newer band concerts uh, as I can, but you know what? Actually, all the festivals I'm going to this May—they're all, all really cool, iconic people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's like, but you know what? There's smaller bands playing with a lot mm-hmm. of in a lot of those festivals. Yeah, I think nostalgia is a trap, and honestly, I think nostalgia is how Donald Trump got elected. Um, oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. On fake nostalgia, to an extent, exactly. make America great again. Mm-hmm. It's only gotten better. Manufactured nostalgia, I always yeah. call it, because it's it's not actually slash racist nostalgia. Because I think yeah. the only negative, quote unquote, huge sarcasm, biggest of quotations, but like you know, yeah, racist people mm-hmm. wanted more white power. Yeah, and that's what he represented. So right. Oh man. Ugh. I know, uh, exactly. Yeah. What a time. Yeah. Is he getting arrested or what? <laughs> I know, I hope so. But anyways, like, uh, yeah, so this movie was like a lot of, a fair amount of, yeah, like a 60s nostalgia to it, which mm-hmm. was kind of, I'm like, okay. I Yeah, I don't know. This movie, out of all the baseball movies I think I've ever seen, this was the weirdest one. That's the thing. I thought I was going to low-key love this movie. Maybe uh-huh. not have it be like outshine you know edward scissorhands or fargo but like maybe the sandlot because that's a kid movie but no i I fucking love the sandlot way more than this are you kidding me Uh, yeah and like i don't know maybe it's a coming of age story versus a boomer story i don't know but i mean like i guess they were boomers too yeah Yeah, but i mean like either which way it was told 
in, in a different way. I Maybe Selma is a prequel. Um, <laughs> anyways, no, it's not because. Uh, but there's two players. James, well, there's James Earl Jones, and I forget the name. I should have looked it up, but mm-hmm. the guy that played was it Babe Ruth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who was in? Uh, I know him from Man of the House with JTT and Chevy yeah. Chase. He died like recently, like in the past year. Yeah, or two. we like, talked. Yeah, 2020, 2021, yeah. somewhere in there. R.I.P. Uh, uh, yeah, another R.I.P. Ray Liotta, which recent R.I.P. Like yeah. within the past year. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that sucks. I I do genuinely love seeing him yeah. and. Um, I think he's he has very, such a presence because he, he didn't have does, a lot of lines yeah. in this. He did, he didn't. He did, but he did. But with, he was staring a lot of the time and playing. It's yeah. like compared to I thought he had a bigger role in the sense of like dialogue, or being but like a guide at yeah. least. Like mm-hmm. but I, he had a presence, so I wasn't mad at it. Because I tell you what, that I mean him. I do remember James Earl Jones being in it, and I do remember him in particular. Mm-hmm. I re- I remember him. In the movie, uh, in in this movie, so it, it it definitely I felt his presence. Yeah, um, James Earl Jones was great though because yeah. like when he made it to the baseball field mm-hmm. in the Iowa cornfield, at one point, like I don't remember what exactly was going on, but there was some scene about something else happening, and he was still staring in bewilderment. Yeah, like shocked, frozen, bewilderment, and that's like kind of hard to act, actually. Like, yeah. that's like he right. was very in character, and that's what that character would do. And like, yeah, I'm like this is why he's James Earl Jones. Yeah, exactly. Uh, commitment and everything. I don't. I don't know. Just <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore uh, about this movie because I. So all those people were dead then, right? I think so. Okay, because did, did, like, did James Earl Jones die? Is that why he got to go into the cornfield? See, <laughs> see, that was another thing issue that I had with it too, and I don't get how his writing had. To, yeah, he's a brilliant writer, but why him? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, I assume they were angels of death. I don't know. That's what my head canon's yeah. gonna say. I think because it they just doesn't make been, sense. They could have been devils. I know demons. they could have been wolves in sheep's clothing, but like you know, spiritual. Man, that would have been a pretty crazy turn if they were kind of like dusk till dawn. Yeah, like you think you're in one movie, and then like what forty minutes in, you realize there's vampires. You've seen that movie in high school? My friends made me watch it. Not made me, but they chose to watch it, and I was wow. there, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, I I like that movie. Uh, I mean, it's not my favorite of this. Mm-hmm. I love genre genre switches, mm-hmm. and that one is a pretty good genre switch. It was effective. Movie. I'll give you that. Yeah, because yeah. it's a heist movie, and then it's yeah, and then you're like, wait, stripper vampire, what's happening? Yeah, and then it's <laughs> vampires. Yeah, and then Selma Hayek. Yeah, Hachi Machi. Um, <laughs> so that was his dad the whole time playing then, right? Or was that one of the new players that came in? See, okay, but there were so many white guys in baseball jerseys or uniforms that looked yeah. alike, even though by the end there was two teams. I almost couldn't tell them apart because they had white uniforms. Yeah. It wasn't like one was in navy and one was in white or whatever. So I can't even clock who was there and who wasn't. Well, okay, so the Did first just team appe- the first team was the White Sox, and no, that no. was it. Oh, no, and I get that, but what I'm trying to say in reference to the dad coming up is that, like, um, I couldn't pick him from a lineup. Oh, for sure. F- from the other people. Like, I don't know when he... I, it but, sounded like he arrived after yes. he let James Earl Jones go die in the cornfields or whatever yeah. the hell. Because he was wearing a Yankees uniform. Yeah. So the... 
But also, okay, so the reason why these people were brought back is because they were taking a they're uh, cheating basically mm-hmm. in baseball. Like mm-hmm. they took money and they threw games. Right. I don't. I, yeah, threw them. Yeah, that's how they mm-hmm. explained it. Um, they got a big sum of money and they threw the game, and then they're banned from right. Major League Baseball forever. And then they got to come. Wasn't back. there a part though, or who got the misunderstanding plot? Now I'm confused. Because remember when um, Kevin Costner was talking to James Earl Jones, and he was saying that he yelled something at his dad about they were crooks. Yeah, and, they were crooks. Yeah. But then James Earl Jones said, "But that's not even true." He's like, "But he didn't live long enough for me to take it back." Yeah. So Shoeless Joe took the money, but he didn't throw the game. Because he still uh, played really well. Okay, okay, But okay. he still took the money. So, right, like, I right. don't... But this is, like, okay, but this movie is from 1989, which means it's still a lot of white dudes, cis, straight dudes, that, like, are nostalgic, like you're mm-hmm. saying, for the good old days. And they're going to just hero worship anyone that they want without really thinking about cause... Like, whoever wrote this, whoever produced this, whoever the studio execs are, yeah. that's, like the reality like where it's like let's forgive the crooks let's forgive the yeah exactly cheating because they're they're heroes of ours huh. like that's such a white boy dream yeah of, and, of the 20th century at least well i mean it might maybe this was written by pete rose who famously bet on <laughs> sports and uh-huh. he was banned from yeah uh even though he was an excellent player yeah he uh he is not in the hall of fame or anything so because i was telling you my dad that's like one of my dad's yeah. favorite players yeah and, I don't know why they're rewarded out of all of them, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Or like, why that cornfield in Iowa? Why yeah. was that a portal to who? sort of heaven? And they didn't even know it was heaven, right. but then they said heaven's real. What? And who was talking? Who was the one saying, if you build it? I don't it- know. I didn't clock that. And it's also like, I don't know. Yeah, we just didn't find out anything of what the foundation of this was. Yeah. I wonder if there's anything online, kind of like Groundhog's Day, where it's like, not that like we needed a lot contextualized for Groundhog's Day, because mm-hmm. most of it is actually fine with it not being like, because mm-hmm. the plot is at least tied up tightly. But like you said that um, initially in the initial script that that, that was redundant, but uh that it was 10,000 years that he was like stuck or mm-hmm. something. And they never spelled that out in the movie. I wonder if there's anything about like the original drafts or even scenes that got cut. Yeah. You know, where like just that one little nugget of like something would have been like, ah, we get it. We understand why we're watching this movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then it's like. E- exactly. Because as. I don't I don't know as a kid I just kind of took what I wanted from mm-hmm. it and kind of left the rest obviously. Yeah. And I'm surprised I mean because I was looking it up uh it's it was nominated for an Academy Award which is insane. I'm which sorry. I think we were talking about before like it's a little weird. Um like No, that's the, next week's episode. No, that I mean yeah. that's next week's episode, but I'm just saying Come back we were, and listen we were, to what we were saying well, about the I'm Oscars. Just saying we were talking yeah. earlier. Yeah. And um like the Oscars are kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. But also I feel like there's like popular movies that get in. Yeah. And I think that I was this surprised was Top just... Gun and Avatar too were nominated for sure. anything this year just because well, they're they have bananas. Like ten, ten nominees now. So I know, it's not... but still 
Well, before when it was like five, I think mm-hmm. they were a little bit more picky. I think now they just do that to make more money. Honestly, yeah. I think they opened it more to make more money. Um, but Hollywood's uh, all about making money. What? <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, yeah, those awards. And I really, I'm really confused even now uh, about what happened. And mm-hmm. I don't know why him and... Yeah, like, it's nice he was reunited. Like, okay, here's the thing yeah. with this this movie. Parts of it could have worked. Mm-hmm. Actually, most of it probably could have worked. But they were telling a few different stories at once. Yeah. And they never explained to us the why of it all. Right. Which is usually my number one problem with any movie anyway. But because this was so all over the place, like, yeah, I don't even know, man. Like, it was just a lot. I don't even hate it because, like, a lot of the cast was really charming and parts mm-hmm. of it were kind of funny, but like, like it wasn't like pulling teeth, but at the same token, I'm never going to watch this again. No. I can confidently say that I have no interest, Yeah, but like the, the dad part of it all, that's like really sweet, but like, that's kind of what got me a little bit just because like, I was weirdly, even though I don't have any relationship to this movie or Iowa or anything like that. I was weirdly in a weird, like, uh, muscle sense memory the entire time watching this movie. And I think it's, like, the wardrobe because, like, that's similar to what my parents wore, Mm -hmm. you know, similar time period. Um, And I grew up across the street from a farm and used to, like, play around in the cornfields and um, used to play baseball as a kid. So, like, there was weird things kind of already happening. And then adding in the dead parents of it all Mm -hmm. was just a little, like, putting me in that nostalgic state of mind. And it's just so it's really hard for people to watch movies like this. I've talked to other people about this before too, that are in similar boats as mine where it's like when you get reunited with like a dead parent, like it's triggering because mm-hmm. it's not life. You don't get to do that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like, and, and, and it's weird because like there's people who do have these, like whether they're completely insane or whether, I don't know, there's something about energy that I just don't understand where they claim that like, whether a parent came to them in a dream or even a grandparent or an uncle, who knows? But it's like, or they, I feel like the stranger helped me and they looked like so-and-so. And it's like, well, I don't have one of those stories. Like, you know, I'd, be, I'd love to be wrong. I'd love to be wrong and like see my mom in the supermarket. Are you fucking kidding me? But I don't know. But I think people will see what they want to see. I think so too. You I know. agree. I just, it's just, Look, it's a lot to have people be dead that you love to begin with. It's a lot of energy in your brain. And then this kind of stuff is just triggering. It's just uh, just because it makes you mad and it legitimatizes other people's bullshit. And uh, I don't know. I was pretty upset by the end. I was definitely choking back tears. It just Mm. goes really beautiful. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like I'm not a monster. I'm not. The point is, I'm not dead on the inside. I want that. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. It it got me a little bit, too, because I'm like, oh, that is. I do like a good like redemption story or like sure, but like some people never have that though, and re- that's not life. Yeah, exactly. I don't always like. It's not that I don't like happy endings, but I don't like unrealistic happy endings. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Right. And that was not realistic. And we never got to see, like, I guess they're not going to lose the farm because all the cars are lining up to go, which is great. Also, where'd the creepy brother go? I mean, like, he went inside the house to get a cold Mm -hmm. beverage, never came back out. Yeah. It's just kind of like, I guess we're assuming the house is saved because they charge ticket prices. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. That's so convoluted. I mean, so much of this was convoluted. (laughs) And I, I mean, 
where are they going to park and like what is I right mean, right that's a good point very good point yeah i just uh where did they come from are, these are they ghosts special are they ghosts yeah do they have the shining that james Earl jones had like yeah. i don't are they all dead is kevin costner's family dead maybe they are and they're in some weird purgatory yeah i don't know like I have more no than idea. even a lot of movies that had a lot of loose ends that I liked even less. I have way more questions and confusion about this. Yeah. The more we're talking about it, it's like the logistics of this are just bonkers bananas. They yeah. make no sense. Yeah. And I, and I feel like Kevin Costner's character didn't even want to move out there. Like he was kind no. of forced to because of his wife. Yeah. And it's like, I, I just, yeah, there's, yeah. I guess it's so he it doesn't repeat history and he's not like his dad with like unlived life in his veins. But again, this movie tried to be so many things and did none of it well. Yeah. Like none of it was, whatever they were right. trying for in execution, they completely failed. Yeah. And I think they were really overselling how big a baseball, a big, a baseball field is big. Yeah. And they were talking about like, oh, that's the reason why this place is going to go under. How much does it cost to make a baseball field? I guess maybe it does cost I, a bit. But also, like, wasn't he using his own equipment? Like, yeah. the tractor? He didn't have to hire people and they made the benches themselves. And it's also like, he, yeah, I mean, like, it's hard. It's on a TV screen. It, I, I don't know. I'm not there in real life, but... They had a lot of corn still. Yeah, they it's not had like a he lot. chopped off like half the property. It looked like a tenth of the property. Yeah, a tenth made them break even. Yeah, right. And also, I don't know. It's yeah. And then the brother was like, aggro dick. <laughs> yeah, that, that that actor. I forgot what his name is, and he was on a show called Thirty Something. Oh, I've heard of that show, yeah. And it was uh, on ABC back in the day. Oh, Ken Olean was on it, right? Or Ken? Yeah. Yeah. I know him from um, Brothers and Sisters. He's married to... He directed a lot of episodes, and he um, is married to... Oh, I forget the actress's name, but she has, like, a very husky voice, very, like, blonde lady, and they were on the show together. Mm. And then they have continued to work together. And I think he also did... um, what was the other show that he just did? Was the Mandy Moore and um, Milo, uh, what's his name? Vitamigi? I can never say his last name. The guy yeah. that was on Heroes and Gilmore Heroes. Girls. Yeah, I forgot what is. I forgot what that show was called. This is us. This, this is, is us. us. That's what it he was, was yeah. behind that whole show. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, and he tweets angry tweets at Trump, so he's kind of an okay, American cool. hero. Yeah, like, a lot of the time. Yeah, like and profound also- tweets. Tweets at them. Like he has a point always. Oh, good. He's not yeah. just angry. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, going back to it, that's one thing I like about Kevin Costner. He's actually he's actually very liberal. Yeah. Which is funny because he's on kind of like a dad conservative show, Yellowstone. Mm. And um, he, uh, but he was talking about he's like, I don't care if people are angry about my politics. Yeah. I watch the show. Like I'm, because he's a California dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's. I, he was in Bull Durham as well, which is another baseball movie. And I think he was a baseball player for Fullerton College. Mm. That was, that's like a big, yeah. um, a major college around here. And I think, I forgot who it was, but somebody, somebody's teacher went to school with Kevin Costner. I said that he was nice. But mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. But anyways, uh, but yeah, it, it's, 
Any, anywho. Yeah, weird movie. Yeah, the parts I liked were just like James Earl Jones, obviously. Yeah. I mean, like everyone was pretty great for the most part. Um, I'm so surprised I knew Gabby Hoffman was in it, but at the I same, I had no idea. But you know what I think it is? I grew up in an age where now and then was aspirational, as was like my girl, as was like Kirsten Dunst, mm-hmm. and I was just obsessed with all of those girls growing up. So I probably read it somewhere that she was because she was probably, in Now and Then, and yeah, you memorized her IMDb. Probably, I mean, like not literally, but like in all those magazines at the time, they'd reference stuff, and I don't know. I just those were all kind of my little heroes growing mm-hmm. up. So. um I was even talking with your roommate earlier about how much I loved Anna Klumsky as a kid from My Girl. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is all just my pocket. So, but I thought she was really good. Like, kid actor, very believable. She, I thought she was okay. I didn't, oh, really? I didn't think she was that good. Oh, I thought she was good. Um, yeah. I mean, she was fine. Yeah. But, yeah. And then I thought the the dead dad who came back was hot as hell. That's all, yeah, I mean, he looked fine, yeah. I thought he was hot. Yeah. But, um... That's like my type to a T. So yeah. I was like, oh, Schwing, who is this? The dead dad? Tell me more. And then the movie was over. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not going to know more. Okay. Plus, you made me cry. So relationship over. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess like the cast was maybe my favorite part. Oh, yeah. I like the mom's outfits. I thought they oh, were kind yeah, of fun. I, I thought they were so, kind of yeah. fun. Um, I'm going to. Yeah, those are the positive notes I'm going to end on. I don't know. Yeah, Do you have any positives? Say. Yeah, we'll say that. I didn't know if I learned anything. There, I, there's some it's parts in the beginning when he was talking about baseball and he was like, well, you know, uh, Shoeless Joe, he had the, he was throwing out stats and I'm like, wow, I don't know anything about baseball because I don't recognize any of historical this. baseball. I'm not even that good at like I'm yeah. not even going to pretend I am. Um, I know what I know and that's kind of it. And also but... like I think the rules were probably pretty different. I don't even I don't even know the current rules. They also like. That intro, he really breathed by fast. Like, there was no breathing room to, like... Oh, man. He, I was, like... A lot of exposition. Yeah, fast, it was a, yeah, it was just a lot to take in, and... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But it was our third movie with James Earl Jones. Yep. Um, Coming to America and The Sandlot being the first two, and that he's our mm-hmm. first third-timer. I think we should start, like, an SNL thing, where it's, yeah. like, when we reach certain miles... Because we have a bunch of two-timers, but I, to my knowledge, I'm hmm. pretty sure. I, don't, I would have to look it over. Yeah, I started to make a list at one point when I was a little bored in the movie. But <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he's the only one I can think of that is a contender for three. So far, we have two from Gabby Hoffman. Gabby Hoffman, Renee Zellweger, Jay Moore, um, Colin Firth, Ruth Hugh Grant, Grant, the the Babe Ruth guy. I forget his name. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. R.I.P. Sigourney Weaver, Bill Murray. Those are the ones I could come up with. Mm. Wow. But I, a pretty yeah, I, I, I was a little bored at one point. Yeah. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure this out. That's yeah. a little more interesting to me. Hmm. Um, I wonder why it was so confusing for you. <laughs> well, <laughs> for you too. <laughs> yeah. Um, is, are those our final thoughts? Yeah, I think that's I think it we're for me. Out. But yeah. Um, thank you guys for so much for listening. Yeah. Tell us what. Okay. Someone explain this movie to us. Like if someone, if we've really, met, if this is your favorite movie, mm-hmm. I earnestly want to know why. I'm not going to debate you. I'm not going to challenge you. I just very contextualize it for us. This is a movie that might need yeah. some context. Yeah. Um, 
Next week, we're going to watch Philadelphia, which we've technically already mm-hmm. recorded. And I yes. can confidently say, I think it's actually a good episode. Like, mm-hmm. uh, good. we like the movie. Spoiler alert. It's very sad. Spoiler yeah. alert. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of very positive and relevant things to say. Spoiler alert. So this is a rare bird where... I actually know what's happening next mm-hmm. week and mm-hmm. as do you. So I think yeah. you should subscribe if you haven't already come back mm-hmm. and follow us on the TikTok and the YouTube. Let's finally watch it. I'm Lauren Blair Donovan, AKA Blairosaurus Rex on most social media. And I'm Clark Knows, other Clarksy. And we'll be back next week uh, with the part of the country where I'm from, Philly. Yeah, so. Philly. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you.